90% of businesses will fail. Have you ever wondered where that figure comes from and why it's a fact and not just conjecture? There's science that backs this up. In this episode, I'll share the research that supports this and how you can be sure to be in the top 10% that succeed. Welcome to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. I'm your host, Precious Henshaw, and I've been in e-commerce for over a decade. I started my first creative business in 2012 on Etsy as an 18-year-old college student, but never really had the time to grow my business to where I wanted it to be until now. I'm scaling up from freelance creative work to earning a full-time sustainable income online, and I'm sharing tips, tricks, and strategies with you that I've learned along the way that are helping me get closer to my full-time goals. Follow me as I talk entrepreneurship, successes and struggles, and the strategies I'm using to build a business that supports my lifestyle so that you too can achieve your wildest dreams. I can't wait to take you on this journey with me. Let's begin. Hey friend, thanks for tuning into the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. 90% of businesses will fail. Have you ever wondered where that figure comes from and why it's a fact and not just conjecture? There's science that backs this up, and it's actually not rocket science. It's a simple mathematical concept I'll be breaking down for you. You're a business owner, so a little math shouldn't scare you. And just like my last episode on if men or women are better at business, this one might also blow your mind. In this episode, I'll share the research that supports this and how you can be sure to be in the top 10% that succeed. But before I get into this episode, if you have found this podcast helpful and inspiring in your journey, if you learned something new, or I gave you an idea that helped you in your business, could you kindly take a few seconds to leave a review on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, or leave a like and a comment on YouTube if that's where you're watching? This tells the platform that you find my podcast valuable, and it helps my podcast rank higher so that more creatives like you can find it. I really appreciate it, and I love to shout out the people who leave comments and reviews, and I can't wait to shout you out when I read yours. I love this comment from one of my listeners that my episode on how I doubled my sales using time management hacks, episode 2, was exactly the thing she needed. Here's what she said. It was exactly what I needed. Thanks, because this was very helpful and to the point. Gonna work on my schedule in the morning. Thank you for this. It means so much that you guys listen and comment, but also implement my advice. Thank you as well, and I know it will take you far. Best of Lexis. So the way I'll demonstrate exactly why 90% of businesses fail is by using a bell curve. If you're watching on YouTube or Spotify, you'll be able to see this. A bell curve is a type of graph that's literally shaped like a bell. The curve is highest and most concentrated in the center of the graph, and it slowly decreases on either end. This bell curve shows what's called a normal distribution, which is used to determine the probability that a single data point will fall within a range of possibilities. For example, if we roll two dice and add up the results, we can use a bell curve to calculate the percent chance of all the possible outcomes you'll get from rolling. A die has six sides, with the lowest number being one and the highest being six. That means the lowest number you can roll is two, which is one plus one, and the highest number you can roll is 12, which is six plus six. 
we can plot the number 2 on the left side of the bell curve and the number 12 on the right side. These numbers and everything in between represent all of the possible outcomes. If we roll these two dice a thousand times, we'll actually observe a percentage of the chances of getting each number between and including 2 and 12. And this bell curve shows the likelihood of getting each number. Rolling a 2 or a 12 are the least likely outcomes in this scenario. We would observe only a 2.78% chance of rolling either a 2 or a 12. This is because the chances of rolling two of the exact same number are less likely than rolling two different numbers. And you can only get a 2 or a 12 by rolling and landing on two of the same number, either two ones or two sixes. So the outcomes that are least likely to occur are located on the extreme ends of the graph, where the curve of the bell is lowest. How about the chances of rolling a 3 or an 11? These are slightly higher than before, about 5.56%. We plot these a little closer to the middle of the graph. This slightly higher likelihood is shown by the bell curve increasing in height. As it turns out, the chances of rolling a 4 or a 10 are even higher than rolling a 3 or an 11. We get an 8.33% likelihood. These get plotted even closer to the center, and the bell curve heightens even more. Our chances of rolling a 5 or a 9 are 11.11%. Rolling a 6 or an 8 gives us a 13.89% chance. And finally, the odds of rolling a 7 are the highest at 6.67%. 7 gets plotted right in the middle of the graph where the bell curve is the highest. This represents the mean or the average, the most likely occurrence. The further we get away from the center of the bell curve, the less likely the occurrence. So from this graph, we can make three conclusions. Conclusion number one, if we consider the entire area under the bell curve to be 100%, we can safely say that 68% of this area will fall within one standard deviation. Another way of saying this is that 68% of our outcomes from rolling the dice will be between six and eight. 6 and 8 deviate from 7 once. They are one step down from 7. The second conclusion we can make is that 95% of the area under the curve will fall within two standard deviations. Another way to say this is that 95% of our outcomes from rolling the dice will be between 4 and 10. 4 and 10 deviate from 7 a little more than twice. It's actually really closer to 3 but that's because we're working with whole numbers and not all the fractions in between. We consider these a little more than two steps down from seven. The third conclusion we can make is that 99.7% of the area under the curve will fall within three standard deviations. In other words, 99.7% of our outcomes from rolling the dice, which in this case is really 100% because we're working with whole numbers, will be between two and 12. That much is obvious. We can't get anything other than the numbers between 2 and 12 when rolling two dice. What this graph is saying is that the chances of rolling a 2 or a 12 are the least likely to occur. And the closer you get to 7, the mean, the more likely your chances are of rolling that number. So how can this be used to show why so many businesses fail? Businesses can fail for a number of different reasons. Cash flow problems, 
change in demand, but let's focus on reasons that are actually within your control. You know from my last episode, episode 90, that you have to have certain traits to be successful at entrepreneurship. The ability to generate new ideas, take action on those ideas, make quick decisions, prioritize, know when to pivot, and much more. What's the likelihood of coming across someone who has none of these traits? Just like the chances of rolling a two were pretty slim, we can safely say that a small percentage of the population has none of the traits needed to be successful at business. We can plot them here all the way on the left side of the graph. These people won't be successful at business because they have none of what it takes. But what about the people who have some of these traits, but not all of them? I'm sure you can guess this would represent more of the average person. Let's say somebody has just one of these traits. Obviously, that's not going to be enough to be successful at entrepreneurship, but it's a little better than not having any of these traits at all. We can plot these people a little closer to the center of the graph, but still toward the left. Then we have people who have some of the traits necessary for success, and they can be plotted in the center of the graph. They represent the average person who might be able to get by in business for a little bit, but when they have a tough month, they might call it quits and go back to their nine to five because they aren't resilient or creative enough to figure it out. Once we get past the average and we start to see people who are above average and have more of the traits necessary for success, they get plotted toward the right of the graph. But remember that the further away we move from the average, the less likely we'll see that outcome. So this graph is telling us two things already, that the average person does not have what it takes to be successful at business, and that the people who do have what it takes aren't in abundance. That means more than 50% of people will fail. And as we get closer to the right side of the graph, we get the people who have higher than average abilities to run a business. All the way at the right are the ones who are exceptional at it, Entrepreneurship is their gift and their calling, and they have all of the traits necessary to be successful at this. What percentage of people have most, if not all, of the traits necessary to be successful at business? This will be in the top range of above average and exceptional entrepreneurs. This is also a very small number of the population, though. This top percent is not the average person. We're talking about a minority here. Remember that about 70% of people will fall within one standard deviation of that average range, making them just average or just slightly below or slightly above average. That means 30% of people fall outside of this, being either very below average or very above average. So about 15% of people are above average entrepreneurs, with your chances of success increasing the more exceptional at entrepreneurship you are. So you'll see some people say 85% of businesses fail, others say up to 95%. I average it out to 90%. 90% of businesses fail simply because 90% of the population doesn't have the qualities for success. So how can you be in the top 10%? By feeding yourself with knowledge and never being tired of learning. By adopting the mindset of the 10% who have mindsets of abundance and resilience. We're patient, we know money is in abundance, and we can figure out how to serve a customer something they want and need in exchange for it. 
We don't give up when sales decrease. We try another avenue. We don't expect fast results right away. We know good things take time. We're here for the long term. We pivot. We fail and learn fast. And when we get traction, we double down and keep studying the market because there's always something changing and something to learn. We expand to different marketplaces. We're smart with money and we don't hoard it. We invest it and we prioritize where to spend it. Most people aren't like that. Most people don't think like this and they won't do these things because it's too much work. 90% of people can't figure out how to have a successful business. I'm not one of those people. Are you? So friend, there you have it. Why 90% of businesses fail? It's because 90% of people just don't have what it takes. And even if they are given the tools, 90% just won't do the work. If you're still listening, I know you have what it takes to be in the top 10% who succeed at this, and I can't wait to hear your success story. I'll keep sharing my successes here too, as well as my failures and how I learned and bounced back from them to keep moving forward. What did you think of this episode? Let me know by leaving a comment below or taking a screenshot and sharing your thoughts with me on Instagram at freelance to full time. And until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. If you found this episode helpful, leave a like and a comment below if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the audio, take a screenshot and share your thoughts with me on my Instagram at Freelance to Full-Time. Also, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. This helps my podcast rank higher and helps me reach more creatives with big goals and dreams just like you and me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Until next time, friend. Take care.